Welcome to Beyond the Physique Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Woodyard. Whether your goal is to dominate the stage or reach a healthy body composition, it comes down to a culmination of habits. Here we're going to go behind the scenes to see what these habits look like in real life. What is up, everybody? This is your co-host, Shelby, and I am here with your host, Trevor. And today we are going to talk about periodization phases. So periodization is, in my opinion, the key to long-term success. So when people start getting into the gym, they start working out, trying to develop their physique. A lot of times they try to do everything at once. They want to build muscle. They want to lose fat. They want to do everything. Um, And the reality is it it can't be done that way. It needs to be broken down into periods where you're um, specifically working on individual things and aligning your training, cardio, nutrition um, towards one specific goal for a period um, and then moving along. So um, when it comes to, we're going to make the differentiation here between a a competitor um, and a lifestyle client. Now, um, this doesn't necessarily mean your lifestyle client isn't as serious. Um, It just means that we're not stepping on stage. So that's not necessarily the goal. Um, so some phases that we might talk about, what's, what's a couple of them, Shelby? Yeah. So the phases that we're going to go over are a metabolic repair phase, a body fat reduction phase, a lean massing phase, and then gut and adrenal protocols. And just to go off of what you already said, breaking things up into phases makes it easier too. And I think it allows your body to have more time to rest and recover in between certain phases or even during like a maintenance phase or something like that, which ultimately makes like the body fat reduction phases and growth phases easier on your body because you've had time to kind of chill and it's not just go, go, go all the time. Yeah. So while you're executing one phase, ultimately you're setting yourself up for the next phase. So um, like your metabolic repair phase, you're setting yourself up in order to lose body fat. So um, let's kind of break down each one of these phases and the purpose and then some of the expectations of the athlete um, and basically what it requires to execute that phase to its fullest. So a metabolic repair phase. I'm going to bring this up first because this is uh, commonly the first phase that we have to go uh, into with, with most people. So most people have been trying to lose body fat they've been trying to basically just eat less and exercise more Um, and they've been doing that typically for a long time and over time that causes adaptation so um, they're essentially burning less calories per day um, than the less calories than they could be burning Um, and then that just makes it more difficult uh, to lose body fat and they're burning less calories at rest. So the goal in a metabolic repair phase is to increase how many calories you burn just at rest. Yeah, you basically want to reverse that adaptation that your body has had from doing too much exercise and not eating enough food. It really, a metabolic repair phase is basically trying to increase your sensitivity to stimulus to make your body lose that fat easier while you're doing less. (laughs) Exactly. And I think it's one of the mentally harder phases because when I onboard athletes, that is like the first thing I put them in because a lot of them come in doing too much cardio, not eating enough. And 
when you tell them that they have to eat more in order to drop that body fat and they need to stop running six miles a day, they're like, what? No, I can't do that. Yeah. But they, but like you have to talk them through that. And then once they realize that you're not crazy and it actually does work, they're like, oh, okay. (laughs) But it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to get them on your side. Yeah. And it's one of those phases where you don't necessarily see, like you don't get that instant gratification. So, I mean, instant gratification doesn't really happen in any phase of fitness, but like at least while you're dieting, you get to see new lines come in. Frequently. Yeah, or while you're in a growth phase, you get to be super strong because you're, you know, yeah. you're eating all this food and you have all this energy. But a maintenance phase is really just about fixing underlying issues to make the other phases easier. So, and that's another reason it's mentally harder, in my opinion, is because you're not necessarily getting those results in six, eight, twelve weeks or whatever. You're just kind of hanging out, letting your body adjust, and yeah. then moving on. So in a metabolic repair phase, ultimately the goal is to maintain your body weight or allow just like a small increase while we increase food over time. So what we need to happen here is you need to eat consistently the same calories and protein, what's on your schedule, what's on your plan. um, And then over time, those numbers are going to increase. So the more consistent you are, the more accurate you are with your meal plan, the more the faster that adaptation is going to happen, the more food you're going to be able to eat. Because if you're eating 2,000 calories one day, 1,000 calories the next day, 1,500 the day after that, your body's not going to adapt as fast because you're too up and down. Consistency really is key during the metabolic repair phase. Yeah, so we're slowly bringing food up. um, And a lot of times we'll see improved body composition during this phase. Um, but ultimately the goal is to reverse the negative adaptation from being in a, in a diet. Um, so this phase can last, uh, you know, anywhere from ultimately, like it can be used for a week. Um, it could be used for six weeks. It could be used potentially up to even like eight weeks. Um, just as long as, as you need, uh, to repair that metabolism. So I would move past eight weeks into a lean massing phase and just stay on the lean side of things. Um, But a metabolic repair phase can be implemented in the midst of a diet uh, just to break things up. And that also is dependent on consistency too because if you are not following your macros and you're not following a nutrition plan and your body's not adapting – then you can't really move on to the next phase. It's not going to (laughs) work. Yeah, a prerequisite for all this is in order for a phase to work, you have to be executing all the things in the phase, meaning your training, nutrition, cardio, rest, recovery, all that stuff is in alignment with your specific goal. And if you're inconsistent with that, then ultimately you're going to just have, you're going to fall out of that phase. You're not going to get, you're not executing the phase. So then we're just kind of bouncing all around. Yeah, and then you move on to the next one. And the next one, you know, it's like almost half-assed because you didn't do the metabolic repair phase right and you're not right. getting the results that you want and it's a whole thing. So. Yeah, so if you half-ass your metabolic repair phase... Set yourself up. <laughs> you are not setting yourself up for the diet. So you could execute the diet 100% but not get 100% of the results because you didn't execute the metabolic repair phase. And, you know... Okay, so a metabolic repair phase reverses those uh, negative adaptations from dieting. Um, The next thing we want to talk about is is ultimately the exciting one, the body fat reduction phase. Um, Now, this is when strategically we will titrate up cardio, titrate down food, and we'll do that only um, 
those adjustments will be only enough to continue to drive progress. We're looking for um, to get the most out of the least. Um, yes, the least amount of stimulus possible, yielding the most results possible. Why would you want to do an hour on the stair stepper when you could just do 30 minutes walking on the treadmill? Exactly. So and literally of, lose body fat faster. Yeah, so instead of jumping to the extremes, we're going to slowly titrate things up as needed. Now, the key to this one, consistency. Exactly. And again, this phase is every phase is mentally hard for a reason, and I think that this phase is mentally hard because you want to jump to those extremes because you're like, okay, I'm ready. Like, let's burn this body fat. It's not going to happen in a day anyway. So yeah. like stop jumping right to the stair stepper for an hour, seven days a week. That's ridiculous. Like take your time, be consistent and realize that your body will drop the fat if all of your other habits and all of those other factors are in place and you are consistent. And let's talk about expectations here. So for body fat reduction, 0.5 pounds to a pound and a half, maybe even two pounds a week, um, is reasonable. I think a half a pound to a pound is is maintainable. Um, and that, to me, if I see somebody losing two, three, five pounds in a week, I don't think it's going to stick. I don't think that that's a long-term change um, just from my experience and what I've seen. So if I see somebody losing a pound a week consistently, they are going to continue to move forward. So the direction is more important than the speed um also if you start getting to that two to three pounds a week that's a recipe for adaptation you cannot hold that rate of progress for very long until your body starts to fight you on it so then you have to continue to add more and more cardio um and then ultimately with those extremes you end up end up shortening your body fat reduction phase and forcing yourself into a metabolic repair shorter Yep, which again is the importance of phases. You can't just keep adding cardio. You would literally have to do six hours of cardio a day if you yeah. didn't just chill out for a second and let your body unadapt to all the stuff you've been putting it through. And you get to a point where you've adapted to cardio so much over time um, that it's too much stimulus, it's too much stress to recover from, and you're not going to be able to pull off body fat. So um, here it's all about following the plan consistently if your plan is four days of cardio at 30 minutes hit four days of cardio at 30 minutes make sure your steps are hit if your plan is at five days of cardio don't add a sixth don't skip a day follow the plan stay consistent period um so body fat reduction phases this um can last until we start to see weight loss resistance. So a body fat reduction phase, in my opinion, on the long end is around four or five months. Um, what I like to do is like a month, if we have a large fat loss goal, I'd like to do about two to three months at a time where we're piecing it out and then we'll hit a month metabolic repair phase um, and then move back to that body fat reduction phase. Um, but as soon as you start seeing that we have to move to extreme amounts of like starvation, like we're reducing food super low and cardio gets super high, um, that is when you'd like to cut it and move into a metabolic repair phase. Um, all right. So lean massing phase. 
Yeah, so lean massing phase, I feel like the goal here is basically to put on lean muscle tissue while keeping body fat as low as possible. Yep. It doesn't mean that you can eat pizza every night for dinner. It's not, We're not saying to go out and gorge yourself every single day, but you do have to have food in a um, slight surplus in order to have that energy to lift heavy and build that muscle. You absolutely need to have an energy surplus to be optimal in your muscle growth. That does not mean a 1,000, 2,000 calorie surplus daily. Um, you do not have to overeat like that in order to put on muscle. So the lean mass phase is beneficial for several reasons. Number one, we're putting on lean muscle. Like who doesn't want a little bit more muscle, you know? And more strength. Yeah. Like who doesn't want to be able to go into the gym and set six PRs? Exactly. Like that's the best feeling ever. And number two, we're becoming more metabolically healthy. So the more lean tissue that have, uh, we have, the more insulin sensitive that we're going to be. Um, the better we can handle our blood sugar. Um, there's just a lot of health benefits and longevity benefits to increasing your lean tissue. Also, think about it when you're in your 50s, 60s, 70s later, you get sick, you spend two, three weeks in the hospital, you start atrophying. If you don't have a baseline lean tissue to start from, you know, we're, we're just reducing it. it just, it's a longevity thing. And this phase, again, sets you up for a body fat reduction phase. The more lean tissue you have. The, the less fat you have to lose. Yeah. It really, really sets you up. And this phase, again, mentally hard because you might feel a little bit puffier than you usually do. And your clothes might be just slightly more snug. And you might feel a little bit maybe insecure or have some kind of, you know, negative body image towards yourself. But just being able to go into the gym and PR and feel strong, you literally feel just undefeated. It's the best feeling ever. I love growth phases. Yeah. And when you're when you're in that phase, make sure you're still sending your check-in photos to your coach. Yeah. That that's really important, right? So like you should not feel self okay, I can't tell you how to feel because that's your individual feelings. Well, but, I can play on this because I didn't. Like, during my last growth phase, I didn't send you check-in pictures because I was like, I am a balloon. I feel disgusting. And then as a coach, I reflected when I I started coaching, I was like, oh, I should still send check-in pictures because I have no reason to feel this way. It's just a phase. I love my body no matter what. It does a lot for me. So I almost had, like, a mental shift when I started coaching and, like, talking to other people about why they should be sending me pictures, whether they feel confident or not. I'm like, oh, I have to do this now. Like, I can't tell them to do it and that not do it. Well, I'm like, as the coach, well, fortunately, we had a situation where I see you frequently. Well, yeah. Okay. So, but that otherwise I would have been hounding you for it. (laughs) Uh, But the thing is, I'm here to protect you from that. So as a coach, we are basically helping you with that process. So we want to see those photos to make sure that we're not adding food that doesn't need to be added and we're not pushing this push the growth phase too far and if you're checking in every week with your photos there's going to be a week where your coach says well we're going to hold food right here <laughs> and if there's a week that the your Maybe you don't send your photos and you added last week's weight into a check-in and your coach is like, hell yeah, let's go. Let's keep pushing. And we add more food and then you do that same thing next week. 
now we're three weeks in and you've been eating way more than you should have. Um, and it's, it throws everything off because then when we make updates to your program, they're wrong. They're based off of information that is incorrect. So you are not going to get the results that you want. So really, regardless of how you feel, just be upfront and honest always because it does make a difference and it will have an effect on your future phases. Yeah. So for all these phases, um, transparency is always the best policy. Um, your coach is not here to yell at you. <laughs> um, that That's just, frankly, kind of ridiculous. Um, we're here to help you, and we understand life situations comes up. So um, we want to help you with different things. So just be transparent, and yeah. So the lean massing phase, one last final benefit is you're increasing your lean tissue, and you're going to be setting yourself up for a diet because you're burning more calories at rest. So at the end of that phase, you're set up and primed for a body fat reduction phase. And just one last, if during your lean massing phase, your cardio is at two times a week for 30 minutes, don't do four times a week at 30 minutes because then when we go into a body fat reduction phase, you're going to have to do six days a week at 30 minutes instead of Four days a week at 30 minutes. That's exactly right. Listen to your program. So when cardio is titrated down, that's intentionally done to increase your sensitivity to cardio so you don't have to do so much. We're here trying to help you. So don't add in those extra cardio sessions. Um, Mic drop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So ultimately those decisions are made with your check-in. So when you check in... And your coach says, all right, let's hold food here this week. We're not going to make an increase in food, but we are going to decrease your cardio, right? That is kind of the same as keeping your cardio the same and increasing your food. So there's a reason those adjustments are going in. Just stick to the plan. Yeah. And then the last uh, phase or phases are the gut and adrenal protocols, which, again, are typically done in my experience anyway i've had to do both they have both been related to me not being able to control my stress levels and then it does have an effect on your body when you be doing too much so sometimes you have to take that into consideration and there are specific phases to help you with that yeah so a gut protocol and an adrenal protocol out of all the phases for a lifestyle athlete these require the most um, attention to detail and the most compliance you have to be compliant in order for these phases to work for a gut protocol or an adrenal protocol to work you have to comply with that protocol yeah if yeah like that that's literally it like if you're not reducing your stress and you are eating foods that you shouldn't be eating and it's not fixing your digestion like there is a point for these phases like if you're in a gut protocol right now and you are supposed to be only eating low FODMAP foods and you are supposed to be reducing your stress and you know you're supposed to be getting your sleep and letting your gut biome heal properly and you are not checking off all of those boxes it will not work If you're in an adrenal protocol and you're still pounding caffeine and lifting super heavy and doing all this cardio that's not in your program, it's not going to work. Like, just follow 
your phase that you're in because it's there for a reason. It's there to help you. So one thing I wanted to kind of differentiate is maximum compliance does not always feel like maximum effort in the gym. Okay, so maximum compliance with your program means we're in an adrenal protocol. That means reducing caffeine, if not pulling caffeine, reducing stress, reps in reserve training, things like that. So your protocol is actually easier, right? Because you're not training to failure. We're not doing a crazy amount of cardio. But you have to be compliant with those things in order for it to work. So just because you aren't feeling like you are stressed out trying to check everything off on your program, that doesn't that doesn't equal compliance. Like difficulty doesn't equal compliance. Less is more. Sometimes it really is. Less is more. I will tell that to every athlete until the day I die. Less is more. More is not better. Yes. Better is better. Yes, exactly. So if you're in a phase where you have to hit X, Y, and Z, and instead you're doing A, B, and C, like you're messing up. Just do X, Y, and Z because it will set you up to do A, B, and C in two, three months or whatever it is, you know? Each phase has its reason. Just stick with the phase that you're in. Stick to the phase. So ultimately how these things link together. So let's say that you've been dieting for a little while, seeing zero progress, and we join, we want to get going. We're going to jump into a metabolic repair phase. We're going to slowly increase food. We're going to slowly bring cardio down and let that thyroid adapt positively, get you burning more calories at rest. From there, we can move into a body fat reduction phase where we're slowly going to pull food down, increase cardio as needed. Um, And we're going to do that up until a point when we start meeting some resistance. From there, we're going to implement metabolic repair phases uh, as needed in between metabolic repair and body fat reduction phases to get you to the body fat percentage that you'd like. From there, we're going to add in a lean massing phase to slowly increase your lean tissue and basically alternate between the lean massing and body fat reduction phases as needed. And at any point during that, we have gut issues or adrenal issues, we'll add in one of those protocols as needed. Um, But each phase links and sets up the next phase. So at the end of your body fat reduction phase, for example, you're super lean, um, your body is pretty much depleted of food, it wants those nutrients, once you start giving it a little more food and training hard, you're primed to grow. And then at the opposite end of that, you've been pounding food, you've been training hard, now your body has all these extra glycogen stores, now it's a time to pull back and you're primed to lose body fat. So Yeah, just enjoy the phase that you're in. Each phase is hard for its own reason. Each phase is awesome for its own reason. So try not to get ahead of yourself and, you know, stress yourself out or psych yourself out. Just enjoy the phase that you're in and execute it to the best of your ability and trust that your coach is writing your program to set you up for the next phase. Absolutely. And, you know, with that being said, if you have questions about the specifics in your program, it shouldn't just be a coach put this in here. I'm just going to go do it even though I don't understand. So you should definitely ask questions about it because better understanding is definitely going to equal better compliance. It's going to equal better effort, which is going to give you better results. So if you have a question, talk to your coach for sure. Absolutely. So I think that about sums it up on some lifestyle periodization. Wraps it right up. 
All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have an awesome rest of your week. Thanks, you guys. Stay warm. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Physique Podcast. If you're interested in a tailored plan to help you reach your fitness goals, you can find more information at strategicaesthetics.com.